I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. <laughs> and, and that's, that's Grayson. Grayson. And this is Autism Building the Puzzle. One piece at a time. Hi, and welcome to Autism Building the Puzzle, one piece at a time. I'm Sean, your host. And I'm here with another For the Fathers episode, and today, since I'm flying solo, I am going to just kind of um, give you my background, kind of my upbringing, and everything that kind of led up to um, Alex and I getting married and, you know, starting a family, having Grayson and all. Um, And I know, you know, some folks might not want to, uh, or might not care to you know, get too deep into this, and I'm not going to. I'm going to kind of keep it pretty straightforward and simple and, and quick. Uh, but I do think, you know, some people would like to get a little bit more information about, you know, myself or Alex and, you know, just just to know who is speaking to them um, about, you know, what we've learned, our experiences with Grayson and everything like that. Um, you know, some people look for that. So that's why uh, I wanted to do this episode. So, I guess to get into it, I was born in 1982. Um, my, I have you know two wonderful parents. Um, I have a sister that was born a few years after me. I'm three years older than her. She was born in um, what is it, uh, 80, 86? Yeah, 1986. Uh, so three and a half years older than her. Um, and you know. I grew up in a small town in central New Jersey called Denellen. Um, went to public school there through eighth grade. Uh, then I went to a private Catholic school, uh, Maculata, in Somerville, New Jersey. Um, and I'll circle around, just kind of wrap up my education. Then I went on to uh, business school at Seton Hall University. Uh, got my bachelor's of science in business administration. Um, you know, I had a really good college experience there, learned a lot, um, and even worked full-time while I was there, so, um, kind of circling back in my childhood, um, like I said, I grew up in a small town, very involved in a lot of different things, um, sports was huge for me, um, I would loved, absolutely loved sports, uh, baseball, soccer, basketball were primary sports I played growing up. Um, you know, Denon was a, a small, tight-knit community, so not too many kids. Even the high school graduating classes were usually below, like, 75 kids. Uh, so very, very small school. Um, everybody knew everybody, uh, which in some ways is good, some ways is, you know, bad. Um, but, you know, it was still a nice experience growing up in a small suburban area. So um, I was also highly involved in Boy Scouts growing up, um, that was, you know, a great experience, I learned a lot of skills that have helped me throughout the years, um, you know, and then, you know, when I moved on to high school in Immaculata, I, um, continued a lot of my sports programs, I played baseball, I played soccer, um, you know, had a really good, strong high school career, uh, both sports and academically, it was a great experience. Um, and then when I moved on from high school, um, before going to college, I actually spent um, a few weeks in South America playing soccer. 
um, which is a great cultural experience for me. I learned so much about myself um, and just about the world in general, being down there without my parents. Um, you know, it's, it's different, uh, definitely a different type of trip, different culture. Um, but it was, it was amazing. It was a great experience, phenomenal experience. Um, then I went to college. I walked on the, for the soccer team. Um, and, you know, some interesting kind of things transpired my freshman year of college because it was 2001. Um, we were right next to, you know, New York City. Um, we obviously had 9-11 happen. That kind of, like, completely changed everything. Uh, for me and my family at the time, my father lost his job. Um, I had to really make some adjustments with my life and going to college. Um, after my freshman year, uh, I moved back home off campus and got a full-time job working in the fitness industry. Um, you know, so I did that actually full-time all, all the way till I finished college. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, work was... It turned into a huge passion and a huge part of my life, you know, getting out of sports, being able to stay in the fitness industry was like perfect for me. Um, you know, I was a personal trainer, group fitness instructor and, you know, fitness director, um, different positions I've had, I had over seven years in that industry and, you know, it was phenomenal. And then I kind of graduated and went on from there to go into, you know, uh, different sales roles, um, primarily management roles with a number of different companies and, you know, had a lot of success doing that, uh, over the years, um, you know, like 15 or no, actually like 18 years in total, um, in management and sales. So, um, until COVID hit and that kind of obviously changed a lot of things professionally for so many people. And that's kind of when we started the whole brand and everything like that. So, um, you know, Alex and I met <laughs> in 2009, May of 2009. We met actually um, in Atlantic City. <laughs> it's a funny story, but um, I'm not going to go into the full story, but we met down there. It was a very unlikely meeting. Uh, kind of didn't think anything of it, and um, there was just something about her, and uh, I kept kind of bothering her and messaging her and calling her and you know she turned me down or canceled a whole bunch of uh, dates and stuff that we were supposed to get together and you know finally I got to the point where I was like you know what either we're going to do this and go out or I'm going to give up and that's it so and we ended up going out and uh you know I had a great connection right from the get-go and it was yeah we were pretty much inseparable from that point on uh we spent pretty much the majority of our free time together at that point. Um, yeah, and we built a really close, um, serious relationship really, really pretty quickly. Um, Alex didn't have a car back then. Um, you know, where she worked was relatively close to her, um, her house. Um, so she walked. Um, so, you know, we lived in two different states. She lived in Philadelphia. I lived in New Jersey. It was about an hour, a little bit over an hour apart from each other. Um, and uh, I would drive down on weekends. 
most of the time I'd spend down in Philly with her. Uh, sometimes <clears throat> I would pick her up and bring her up um, to, to Jersey for the weekend, but uh, the majority of the time I'd be down there. Um, yeah, and I, you know, we made that effort to spend time together. We, you know, this, the relationship got pretty serious pretty quickly, you know, and I don't know, there was just something about her when I met her, and I, you know, when we hit it off right away, I, you know, I knew the relationship was really going somewhere, so, um, you know, that being said, like, we, we both have a lot of the same values, same with the, some of the same, uh, well, a lot of the same goals in life, and, you know, we wanted to have a family, we talked about that many times, um, while we were dating and everything like that, um, you know, the proposal is a kind of interesting story, too. Um, well, f first of all, the, the Christmas before I proposed, which was about four months before I actually proposed, um, I had, um, gotten her some diamond earrings for Christmas as a surprise and kind of hid them, wanted to give them to her, like, later in the day, not in the morning, like, when her family came over to her mom's for dinner and all, and it was so funny because <laughs> I took them out and from the high-end spot I gave it she thought I was proposing to her the whole time it was the funniest thing um and then I had said to her like I'm gonna make you think I'm doing it all the time and you're never gonna know when it's coming so then sure enough like uh maybe two months later in February we went out to the, to the uh Poconos for the weekend and I, I'll never forget, like, we were hanging out. Like, she thought I was... T I took her away to propose to her. So we were going to go out to dinner. And, like, she's taking forever to get ready. And later on, I found out, like, in her own mind, she was thinking, like, oh, I got to look perfect for pictures and stuff. He, you know, he's going to propose to me. And <laughs> all this other stuff. Meanwhile, like, I'm waiting and waiting and waiting and hanging out. So I'm having drinks and taking shots and... You know, I'm, I'm a lot younger at this point. I'm in my, I guess, I guess I'm probably around 27 or 28. Um, and um, by the time she was done, I was like passed out, piss-ass drunk. And I'm like, okay, uh, well, do you want to just go like pick up fast food or something? <laughs> so that was the precursor to actually the proposal itself, so... I mean, we were supposed to go to Atlantic City with one of her friends for their birthday. Um, and her friend didn't know about me, my plan, or anything like that. So um, I also had a backup plan as well, which, you know, I, was, I needed to make sure I had. And, I'm, you know, I'm glad I did in one sense, and that's because um, her friend, la like, last minute decided, like, we weren't going to go anymore. Um, so then I had, because that was obviously where we met. Um so then, my backup plan was to go to where we were on our first date, down by the, you know, Delaware River and all, and propose to her there. Well, I get down there that night. As soon as we go pull up and go to get out of the car, torrential downpour. She wants to leave. I'm like, wait, let's just hang out and see if it clears up. So we hang out for like 15, 20 minutes talking and... It starts to clear up. As soon as it clears up, we go to get out of the car. There's a huge skunk that all of a sudden comes out right in front of where the, where the, the seats are. 
And then by the time, like, that's all resolved, it starts pouring rain again. So now, my primary plan's in the tubes. My backup plan is now in the tubes. Now we go back to Alex's mom's house, and she forgot her keys and locked herself out of the house. And her mom was sleeping, and we couldn't get her mom to wake up. <laughs> meanwhile, like, we went back to the house. Actually, we, we went back to the house first. I dropped the ring off, and then we went out to get something to eat. And then when we came back, we got locked out. So, like, you know, in my head, I'm like, I can't leave. I can't leave. That ring's in there. I can't leave. I can't leave. And she's like, why don't we just drive up the hour to your your house and, you know, stay there for the night and come back tomorrow. I'm like, no, we can't leave. <laughs> she had no idea until later on why I was so serious about it. So, anyway, we ended up getting in the house. And after me, like, trying to propose so many times and just, like, things not working out right... <laughs> Um, I proposed it like Monday morning at five in the morning, right before I got up to leave her house to go to work and, you know, woke her, woke her up and it was just, here, I've been trying to give you this all weekend. <laughs> um, it was just, it was funny. It was really funny. You know, we have a lot of those funny stories and I think that's one of the reasons, um, we've had such a enjoyable relationship, you know? Um, so then, I mean, obviously, like I had said, we got married, uh, we had a great wedding, it was beautiful, um, had a great time, uh, we have an even better two-week honeymoon in Mexico, um, we loved it so much, we've been back four times since then, uh, it's just our, one of our favorite places to be, probably our favorite place to be, actually, um, wish we could go back, you know, with COVID, it's been hard, we want to take Cray there, I think we said that on a previous episode, but, um, yeah, we're, we're just, like, you know, dying to go back there, um, but anyway, like, we always wanted to have a family, um, it was pretty crazy, like, we decided we were going to start trying, and literally Alex was pregnant, like, three days later, <laughs> so, I happen to think she maybe have got pregnant before we actually officially decided we were going to start trying, so, um, yeah, we were just so excited, so overjoyed, um, just cried that night, called the really close family members to tell them, and just, it was just an unbelievable, uh, happy time, um, you know, and, I always wanted to be a father. It was always a dream of mine. I always wanted to run my own business. I always wanted to do something that, you know, was positive for the the community and the world. I wanted to do something that contributed to, into improving people's lives. And, you know, everything that we've been through um, in our lives uh, and as a couple and as a family, you know, has really put life into perspective for me and it's really made me realize where I feel like I'm meant to be and that's one of the part of that is being here with you guys on this show and on our platforms you know talking about our story sharing that with you guys to hopefully help you guys provide you know the information and lessons we've learned uh, to you to kind of just 
help streamline your learning process, you know. You know, a lot of people say um, one of the best things you can do is instead of just learning from your mistakes, learn from other people's mistakes. So, you know, we encourage you to take the things that we've learned so you don't make those same mistakes and you can propel yourself forward faster. Um, yeah, and I mean, you know, I know I wanted to kind of talk about a little bit about my story. You know, I grew up in a close-knit Italian family, uh, Italian on one side, mostly Polish on the other side. Um, anybody that's Italian kind of knows, like, the, the traditions and stuff. Uh, you know, Sunday afternoon, Sunday gravy dinners at Grandma's, and the whole family's there, and everybody's loud and boisterous, and um, a lot of passionate people, uh, which obviously, you know, makes personalities collide from time to time. Um, you know, that was kind of my upbringing uh, in terms of my family. Um, you know, and then, like I said, I had grown up playing a lot of sports, really enjoyed athletics. I was in the fitness industry for a long time, um, went into sales, uh, did some mortgage work for a while, then went into the sales world, um, had sales roles ever since then. Um, but I mean, like my really, my real passion and goal long term is I'd love to just own, own a nice big chunk of property and, um, kind of away from, you know, the spotlight, um, away from a lot of other houses, kind of have a lot of peace, uh, quietness and, um, privacy, uh, you know grow a garden, uh, you know, it's something I really love to do, a big garden, uh, it'd be great to have, like, a little, little stream, or, you know, that has fish in it, that runs through the property, because I love fishing, it's one of my great passions, I wish I could do more fishing than I do, but, you know, I do as much as I can, um, you know, I love to play golf as well, don't get to play golf as much as I do get fishing, because, Obviously, it's got to be light out to go <laughs> golfing, fishing. I do a lot early morning, uh, evening in the dark, stuff like that. So it's a little more flexible. So it works with my schedule a little bit better and I can get out a little bit more. But, um, you know, but I'm also a person that loves to have fun and I'm willing to try anything at least once. Um, I've done so many different things. I've had so many different experiences. And, you know, I feel like I enjoy and learn something from every one of them. Um, you know, recently Alex has got me doing Tic Tac uh, entertainment videos <laughs> with her and we've had so much fun and, you know, it's something I never really thought about doing. Um, but, like, it's just added, like, a whole new <laughs> element to our lives and to our marriage and we've had so much fun doing it. So, um, yeah, and, you know, we're getting two new dogs. We had Savannah. We're getting two new dogs. We're excited about that. Uh, we have a lot of pets. We love fish. We have an aquarium. Uh, we're, we bought a bigger aquarium, but we can't put it up in our cur current apartment because it might collapse because of the weight. We didn't realize that at the time. So we're hoping when we can move out of here in the next six, eight months or whatnot, we can get that up and going. It's beautiful. You know, we'll have a beautiful planted tank. Um, so we really enjoy that stuff. 
Um, and we both do enjoy that as a family. So, um, yeah, um, I think one of the best things about being married to Alex is that, and having this family is just, just that, like, um, she's opened me up to just enjoying every, everything that life has to offer. We spend so much time together working, both working and in personal, in our personal family lives that, you know, we, we don't, and we don't, we want to do that. We never get tired of each other. We always enjoy spending time together. We make each other better and we have so much fun together. I mean, we truly are each other's best friends. Um, You know, and I don't see any reason why that'll ever change. Um, Every time I don't see her, I'm working, I miss her. I miss Grayson. Um, You know, and uh, we'd love to have more kids too. Um, That's a story in and of itself, but yeah, we'd love to have more kids too. Um, Big family that's just what we envision for our life and what I think would uh, make us the happiest. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, if you guys have any other questions specifically about anything about me, um, email us at buildingthepuzzle.com. Uh, I'm sorry, buildingthepuzzle at yahoo.com. Um, more than happy to uh, talk a little bit more. I love talking about myself, <laughs> as most people do. Um and about my family and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, please reach out. You know, I hope you guys got to know me a little bit better. Um, hopefully allow you to connect with the person on the other end of the microphone, so to speak. Um, cause I feel like that's important, um, to know who, who's communicating with you about some of the most important things in your life, you know, your children and the challenges you're having with your children on the spectrum. So, um, with that, I uh, had a great time today, and I'm um, looking forward to seeing you guys in the next ex- episode. Peace. For Autism, Building the, the Puzzle, puzzle one, one Piece at, at a time. time, I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. Signing off. Take care, everybody. building the puzzle we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays well if you're in new jersey you're in luck the speech paradigm has you covered they're helping children overcome speech challenges all across new jersey they offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy please reach out to them you can uh, take a look on their website at www.thespeechparadigm.com You can reach out by phone at 732-203-5268. You can also find them both on Facebook and Instagram as well at The Speech Paradigm. We are also sponsored by Grayson & Company, uh, making homemade toys. They have everything from wooden homemade toys to sensory bins, sensory boards, all different kinds of toys for your children. Uh, They can be reached at grayson-company.com dot myshopify.com as well as on facebook and instagram as well as etsy on etsy they can be found at grayson and company toys